Planet Funk on FirstRadio.net. Legal aliens. How's it going? Let me turn you up a little bit. Hello, hello. Whoa, there, we oh, yeah. there we go. There we go. All right, there we go. There we go. So uh, we're kind of switching things up this week. It sounds like. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of been the show's kind of been dominated by house lately. And uh, I kind of want to get some drum and bass on the show. I don't blame you. Sounds good to me, man. Right? <laughs> and this is the man for it right here. All right. So uh, we also got another one of his friends actually walking up the stairs right now. 
Mr. Matt Boynton. Matthew we got a, a mic there for you if you want to jump on, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, like I said, we're here with Legal Alien, a.k.a. Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> well, some of you guys know me as uh, DJ Legal Alien back from the day. Probably most of you tuning in already know who that is, and that's that's cool now. Um, been playing drum and bass since mid-90s and has done all kinds of stuff on and off and have been a long-time guest of Burst Radio, so I always appreciate you guys having me. It's always a blast playing for all Burst Radio events. Right, you came out. This is the uh, the third venue you've been to for, for Burst Radio. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I've been to them all. Yeah, you came out to the uh, original warehouse spot and uh, then when we were over at Ferrand's and now he's here. Absolutely. Um, so, how exactly did you get a start in like the whole DJ thing? <laughs> well, uh, more like most uh, guys in that time, I went to a couple of warehouse parties, probably uh, starting at the Packard, um, and just kind of got hooked on uh, the culture and the scene and kind of the whole thing, and I was uh, already fascinated by technology. I'd, I'd been in computers ever since I was a kid, and... That's what my degree is in, uh, that's what I do for a job, so just the turntables and all the mixers and all of that gear just seemed like uh, pretty freaking awesome to play around with, so eventually I bought some turntables um, off a girl in Lansing, and uh, that was that. Nice, so was it, uh, was it like Love at First Sight with drum and bass, or... Was it that something that you kind of picked up later? Uh, you know what, uh, funny you should ask, I mean, when I... Um, first walked into a record shop I really had no idea what I was looking for like I really didn't even know that much about different genres because I just started listening to electronic music a couple of years prior and I was listening to just electronica more or less um, and I picked up some techno records some Marco Corolla records and I picked up uh, some drum and bass and I, I think uh, what really kind of sold me on it is uh, listening to Kotak's Modus Operandi, which is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. And that that sound and uh, starting to play uh, some of the drum and bass records I bought in the beginning just kind of made sense. Right on. I, I love house. I, I like some tech house, some techno. But oh, Yeah, uh, I know. I, I see you a lot at the uh, uh, house gallery events. I know. I know. I've uh, been around. But uh, just as far as playing music out, uh, drum and bass made sense in the beginning. Um, more recently, as I'm kind of not playing out as often and just kind of doing these one-off events... Uh, and getting more into producing, I'm kind of all over the board with that. But uh, you know, right drum on. and bass was always my first love. Do you have uh, anything out there that people can listen to as far as production work, or is it just kind of what you got cooking at home right now? I've got a whole bunch of things cooking, and it's uh, it's all for myself. It's it's just to have fun. Um, I do have a couple of tracks out uh, on SoundCloud. Uh, the my alias on there for that is Formless Method. And you can check that out on SoundCloud. There's a Facebook page. I have a couple of things uploaded that are unmastered, just kind of things I'd worked on. If somebody likes it and listens to it, that's awesome. And if not, it's <laughs> uh, I had a, a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> now, are these more like drum and bass, or are these just 
you know what um i'm my goal is to put out probably five or six different things uh, and just uh, upload them um and that'll be kind of like my first album and that'll be all over the place there's two or three drum and bass there's at least one or two down tempo kind of uh ambient ish kind of electronica tracks um there will definitely be a couple of uh house um probably like more deep house tracks on there or kind of like funky house um nice everybody loves to go you know i, I love deep house and like that kind of house to listen to it to go dancing to it um right. so just when I sit down to work on things, I just kind of start pushing buttons, man. I was going to say, I see you got three things on here. Um, uh, would it be cool if we played any of them in the background? Or <laughs> is this <laughs> I don't know if this is stuff that... <laughs> yeah, if you're going to play, play the, the Snooki Soma one. Okay. That's probably the better one of the two. Um, you know, it's it's whatever, man. I I have fun doing it, and like I said, I'm I'm doing this for me. I'm just doing it to express some ideas and music. And uh, I really kind of now that I'm uh, you know transitioned into my uh, let's call it adulthood, <laughs> right? Or so we uh, so I'd like to think. Uh, um, you know, I have less time for going out and being out you know, every weekend and doing DJing and all that. Uh, I still love it, but it's, uh, you know, I, I spend more time at home in the studio and just learning the tools and learning the tricks. And I really enjoy that, new, learning something new aspect of it. Right. Now, uh, what uh, what exactly were you using for this one? Um, you know as what far this as, like, is, software, um, hardware? I've been uh, kind of diehard into Native Insurance Machine. Um, I started probably back in the early 90s just tooling around with uh, like Fruity Loops and Rebirth and all of that and kind of gave it up for a while and then when I finally came back to it I wanted a controller that's hands-on and Machine was around at that time and I just really kind of fell in love with it. I've tried Ableton and I've tried a couple of other things just it didn't work, work for me too well. Uh, but yeah, this is all done in Machine. Um, there's some samples from uh, some uh, computer music magazine. Um, I think there are Nuki's samples. Um, I think there's one drum loop that I used and cut up. Uh, but the rest of this is all just machine. And nice. Have you uh, have you checked out that uh, machine studio at all yet? Oh man, yeah, yeah. We, I think we've all been salivating over it. Uh, the software upgrade is definitely worth it. Um, the studio is just. Uh, <laughs> maybe in the cards someday yeah <laughs> but yeah it's uh i'm yeah i will defend machine to anyone <laughs> but it's uh, i think it's not about the tools it's uh it's whatever uh, helps you get your ideas out the fastest and kind of not lose track of what you started with uh technically and you know go for it i know a lot of people use the ableton logic what right. have you um yeah i know i was uh, a while ago i was talking with uh t linder of detroit techno militia yeah. and he mentioned uh, a lot of his tracks one of the things he uses is uh, a garbage can that he samples nice he just beats on it and samples it and probably about 70 percent of his tracks have that garbage can in it <laughs> that's that's awesome man um if uh, if people want to find out like more about you, like where they can book you or anything, what uh what should they look for as far as like Facebook and uh, I don't know if, if you have like a booking email or anything like that. 
Well, I, I definitely have my Facebook page. Uh, there's one for DJ Legal Alien, and that's been around for a while. You can always get at me there. Um, and Formless Method is the one um, that's my kind of producing moniker, and that's also on Facebook. Um, so feel free to contact me on either one of those two. Right on. Now, I know uh, your name kind of has a short story behind it. Um, <laughs> you, you talked about it on the, uh, the Sunday show. But uh, for those who haven't heard that show yet, why don't you give a, a quick description on that? <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a funny story. Um, well, uh, back when I first started DJing and just kind of practicing, um, you know, a- any uh, any DJ who wants to do that is gonna have to decide, you know, what is my name gonna be? What is my you know moniker or brand or whatever? So I started thinking about it, and. Uh, Given that I immigrated to the United States in 1990 from Russia, that was kind of uh, the word alien, um, or specifically resident alien, is uh, the, my visa status. Um, was That's what my visa status was at the time when I kind of got into this. And so um, I thought it was kind of cool, and I, and I was talking about it uh, to a couple of people, and uh, it was pointed out to me. Uh, that if I ever got a residency at a club or um, a, a night, then I would be a resident DJ and then I'd be a resident, resident alien. So that, that kind of didn't sound right, so uh, I switched it up to legal alien, which is just another name for a resident alien uh, as far as like visa status. And that just kind of uh, how it came about. Right on. <laughs> well, um, I know we kind of were a little late setting up so why don't we go ahead and jump into the music um then we'll have more time for talking after you get done all right sounds good man so well he's setting up um i know actually i don't know (laughs) i don't know my mind just went completely blank right now what don't you know uh yeah i don't know (laughs) well you see you got you got your known knowns things you know that you know got your unknown knowns, things you know you don't know. You got your unknown unknowns, things you don't know you don't know. <laughs> right? Any input right? over here? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, um, well, well, he's getting ready. I know uh, that uh, next month on this show... Or not next month, but next week, rather. Uh, I finally figured it out. I couldn't remember who the guest was going to be but on uh, Sunday. But I finally remembered it's going to be Jeff Woodward uh, next week here. Nice. And then the week following that is going to be the first non-electronic act on uh, uh, Burst so Radio. Drival comes on? Yep, it's going to be Drival, nice. uh, my best friend's band. And Or no, I'm sorry. I take that back. After Jeff Woodward is going to be uh, Craig Huckabee. All right. And then Drival. All right. Uh, both the uh, Jeff Woodward and Craig Huckabee show will be live from here at uh, Urban Bean Co. And uh, it looks like for at least a while, uh, because of ASCAP coming down on uh, Ferrans, that the Sunday show will also be featured here from Urban Bean Co. I wonder uh. how they got a hold of Ferrans. I like, really don't know, and I kind of like like oh, myself. these people are playing music at this place, and we can't have that happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, do they listen? 
I don't know. That, that Are they listening to us right now? Like the government? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious about that myself. As Cap, if you are listening right now, stick a shoe in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying you money. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, are you about ready over there, sir? All right, well, without any further ado, you are turned into BurstRadio.net, and this is DJ Legal Alien.
Wrapping up a set by Legal Alien. Anyways, um, just a minute. I'm going to jump on, try to play some drum and bass. Should be fun. It's been a while since I've done that. So, um, Anyways, uh, one thing I wanted to mention, because my Facebook has been blowing up for the past few days as well, is my phone, text messages, phone calls, Facebook messages, and notifications. Guess what? It's not my birthday. <laughs> I don't know why, but Facebook randomly decided to change my birthday to yesterday. Oh. I don't know why. Oh. But uh, I've been, it, the, the sad thing is, is I think actually people wished, more people wished me happy birthday yesterday <laughs> than they did on my actual birthday. Just kind of funny, but uh, no, I, I, I mean, I got a kick out of it. It's not like I'm mad. It's Facebook. Who cares? But it's just kind of funny, like literally like all day. Happy birthday, Brent. Hey, happy birthday. Like, oh, we need to go out for drinks today. And I'm like, dude, it's a Tuesday. Why would we go out for drinks? Because it's your birthday. I'm like, dude, it's, it's not my birthday. <laughs> you should have just rolled with it. <laughs> I should have. I should have. I probably got like a couple free drinks or something out of it. There you go. <laughs> but... uh I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll have to remember that one. Uh, what was it? November fifth uh, yesterday. We can say that's my official fake birthday. Remember, remember. There you go. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I can have like a a fake birthday party every year. Right. Hopefully, hopefully one of these day. Hopefully one of the years it'll fall on a, on a Wednesday and we can have a a fake birthday special Planet Funk. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. Anyways, um. I had something I wanted to talk about, and now I totally forgot what it was. But, uh, I don't know, John Salem's back. Yeah, so... You always um, have something to talk about. Parking enforcement was just going down the line, so I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, we just got done unloading. Bunch of equipment, we're doing a radio show, you know, is it cool if we stay there? You know, usually the owner just lets us park there. He was like, well, I'll give you a few minutes if you're still unloading, but I'd suggest you, you know, actually move to a legitimate parking spot. Wow, wow, wow. So, I just moved across the street over there, you know, across from that parking lot, and just put right. some coins in. That's Detroit. Always trying to make a dollar. Right. Or ten, or whatever they charge for a parking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> ten bucks? Uh, I don't know. I can't, one of the, no, you know what? I think it's, like, Ferndale and Royal Oak. So, this is the thing that makes me mad about Detroit. Ferndale and Royal Oak, it's, like, a quarter for a half hour. Detroit, you get 15 minutes. Yeah, you do. I think the ticket itself in Det- in Ferndale and Royal Oak is like $20, and if you pay it early, it's $10. Detroit, it's $30. If you pay it early, it's $20. Well, Detroit doesn't have any money. Right. They need it. <laughs> so, yeah, I put an hour 45 on the meter. It should be good then. Right. I think it only goes until 10. Yeah. Um, I tried to put two, and it didn't take it. Um. But anyways, um, do you have an animal fact for us today? Yeah, actually. Um, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> every every week uh, John Salem comes in with a uh, random animal fact. I do. It's usually pretty good. <laughs> right? <laughs> this one, uh, this one's pretty good. I was actually, I just read this. I think it was yesterday. It was either yesterday or the day before. But um, so I was reading. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Discover Magazine. It's kind of yep. like your premier, like, scientific magazine. Um, and at the back of it, 
uh, like the last page, they always have 20 facts about something you didn't know. Okay. And uh, so the one I was reading was 20 facts about sex you didn't know. And uh, so one thing that I kind of fit this that I saw on that is they're talking about how there's a uh, species of Hawaiian cricket that, you know, have a particular mating call that they use. But this call um, attracts a species of fly that, like, impregnates the cricket with its larva. And then when the larva hatch, they just burst out of the cricket, like, killing it instantly. Wow. That's kind of unfortunate. You're trying right. to, like... Score a hot date and instead right. you die. <laughs> um, that sounds like interspecies erotica. <laughs> <laughs> so there's um, but there's so these species have a. Uh, I'm sure you can find a niche for it somewhere. Uh, right, <laughs> they have um, like certain ones will have a mutation that doesn't allow them to make the call, and so what they do is they just kind of like hang around like behind the ones that can, and just kind of like feed off of their call. So they're not act, so they can't call out, you know. So they don't get the, you know, the flies that come in, but they benefit from the female, other female crickets that come in. Interesting. Yeah. So that was that's kind of my animal fact. <laughs> Crazy nature. Oh no. Sorry, my my uh, phone is blowing up over here. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's telling me old stories about uh, him and dead mouse. Apparently, he used to go to, uh, like, hacker conventions in uh, Ann Arbor <laughs> together with him. What he friend? said with, with his shitty chip music. Do I know him? Have, have I met your friend? Uh, yeah, it's Ghost. Oh, okay. But uh, I think I'm going to have to post this link on, uh, on the Burst Radio page. He just sent me the 29 whitest family photos of all time. Nice. So, in a little bit, check the BurstRadio.net Facebook page, and uh, you too can see the 29 whitest family photos of all time. <laughs> but I think I'm going to run up there and start getting ready. All right. Ah. I don't know. If you guys got anything, are you guys heading out? All right, I'm going to run over there. I don't All right. Know if you guys could kill some time. Yeah, kill some yeah, time. Like a minute <laughs> or two. All right, let's kill some time. All right. Well, by the way, thanks again for having me. That was oh, the, it's yeah, always fun. I got to say, that was probably one of the best drum and bass sets I've heard in a while. <laughs> I've never really ho- heard like lounge d and is yeah. how I would describe that, and that was just perfect. Oh, thank you. You're yeah. welcome. That was, I enjoyed that. Yeah, this, this kind of... Um, I mean, I started out a little more atmospheric there. Yeah. Um, a lot of those records are just real well-known back in the day, like mid to right, late 90s, right. especially early 90s. Um, there was one you played uh, early on. I was telling Brent that I'm pretty sure I had the track for. I think it's, uh, I don't know what the track off the top of my head is, but um, I'm pretty sure I have it on one of my, uh, like, drone and bass arena CDs. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's uh, this kind of stuff. Um, I was always more into the more loungy, the more oh, atmospheric, the more jazzy stuff. And uh, when you go out and play at a party, most people want kind of four on the floor or right, dance music. Right. And so a lot of guys in Detroit, uh, even with drum and bass, always tend to go a little harder. Um, and yeah. It, this is Detroit after all. Yeah. Um, 
I've always, you know, kind of stuck to my own thing. Um, yeah, I, I personally probably would have gone with more of the, like the liquid DNB yeah. thing. You know, it's, I always liked it a lot better. It has, has a better flow to it, I think. That's that's where I'm at now. Absolutely. Yeah. I exactly. can dig it. Exactly. Actually, it's uh, it's funny. One time I had the opportunity years ago to play in Atlanta, and I had a more um, jump-up, kind of upbeat kind of set, more right. like a party flavor. Yeah. And I had two kids come up to me actually asking for atmospheric or liquid, nice. and I was just, I was blown away. I mean, this is like unheard of. Right. <laughs> so it's a rare chance to play this kind of stuff. That was kind of like uh, Adrian. He was uh, supposed to open for dj rap at uh i think it was called vane at the time um switched names quite a few times i think it was monarch <laughs> as well but uh yeah it was they uh they had booked dj rap uh another drum and bass dj and unfortunately she couldn't make it so he ended up playing the whole night but uh uh halfway through the night some guy came up to him and he's like oh do you have some uh like ludicrous or some random rap artist and he's like no why the hell would i have that and this guy's like oh well do you have some above and beyond like <laughs> two totally different like things but i don't know it just kind of reminded me of you know what you were saying like someone would actually ask for like liquid drum and bass or atmospheric drum and bass yeah you never know i mean i think uh, no, no. just about every dj has experienced the the request right <laughs> I keep telling myself that next time I play out somewhere where they can actually approach me and make a request, I'm actually going to put a sign up that says no requests. <laughs> Good luck with that. And then I I usually never get around to actually doing that because I'm lazy. It doesn't even work. <laughs> people don't even care. <laughs> no, people don't. I mean, I've seen, I've seen uh, people get outright combative when you're like, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't have that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard about it. I've never really had that much of a problem, fortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of problems with that. It happens. It's, it's not as bad as uh, having uh, you know, somebody who's uh, drunk or whatever having oh, a good no. time, and they're trying to marry Kirk Ross, and then they're falling all over the turntables. And <laughs> yeah. Then it yeah. gets uh, to a whole new level of uh, fun. I've had that happen before. <laughs> I was doing an after-hours thing, and this drunk chick was trying to make a request. She's, like, leaning over. like So we had a... Uh, it was CDJs and a mixer uh, and a um, coffin that was being held up by a set of legs for the coffin. And so she's like leaning over it. Her hands are on the coffin, leaning over it, trying to like talk to us. And she's it like happens. pulling down on it. We're like, whoa, whoa, you're going to take this whole thing down. Like you can't have that. It does it was, happen. It was rough. <laughs> Well, it's like a badge of honor to survive. <laughs> yeah, every one of those. Yeah. All right. So, without further ado, you are, as always, listening to Planet Funk, and this is a DJ named Slickback. I like to do a song of great social and political import. It goes like this. Oh, 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 oh,
up sexy hair Why don't we chat sometime You can be my cyber friend I'll get a plane to your city Cause I've been stalking you on MySpace
Where the search ends Cause Christianity's a devil Man's insanity Born onto a religion That had no plans for me You use idolatry As place of spirituality Looking for a physical God And that's reality But what you seek Is beyond your comprehension If I lost your attention Did I forget to mention I'm God
All right. So I wanted to end with this one because this song is pretty much like responsible for not only getting me into drum and bass, but uh, also getting me into uh, electronic music as well. Dope. And uh, if you're listening and you post on my Facebook wall uh, who this artist is, because I'm sure a lot of you probably won't be able to guess it, because it's uh, it's probably not by someone you'd think it is. I will give you a prize of some sort. <laughs> I should post. Yeah, because you already know. <laughs> How about a record? I'll give, I'll give someone a record if they, can, oh, if they can guess who this is. I want that BT record. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think that one's staying with me. But, uh... Yeah, that was fun. I haven't played drum and bass in a while. I know, right? It was a little sloppy, but whatever. That, uh... Probably one of my favorite portions of that whole set was when you were playing BT, and then you went into chasing status. That was just, <laughs> oh man, that was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this whole album pretty much responsible for me liking, liking uh, electronic music. Nope. This song, this song in particular, actually. Hell yeah. But uh, I'm gonna switch mics so I can jump over and uh, talk about events going on. Right. I think uh, my defining song, like, probably my very, very first song was uh, Better, Harder, Faster, Stronger. But yeah. I didn't, like, at that time, I didn't even know what electronic music was. I was like, oh, this is just kind of like some cool, like, other stuff. Right. It's like I didn't really look at it any more than that. But my, I right. think my actual defining track test, before test, I even test, like test, test. I didn't even really that, oh, that's my that that's number one. Yeah, okay, number I think this one's so more quiet. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So like I didn't even know who Daft Punk was when I heard that. I was like, oh, this because it was uh, it was just one of those like little like loop videos like where they had like a little eight bit sprite like. It was like a little ninja dude or something, or martial arts dude just doing like some kicks and stuff, and a video, and it just had like that refrain of better, harder, fast, strong, and like looping. That's kind of sweet. And I was like, hey, this song's kind of awesome, you know, no idea what this is, but it's kind of dope. And um, I didn't I didn't really know anything but uh, you know, outside of that. And then, um, like my defining song that really got me into electronic music would probably be like Flaming June or Dreaming. Those are some of the first two tracks that I've ever listened to, like, that were shown to me. For me, it was another track off that album. It was uh, Orbis Terranium. All right. That and this song. Like, those two songs were, like... And uh, I actually asked for uh, the albums for Christmas. I was, like... I told, I asked my mom. I mean, this was when I was little, like... Yeah. 12 or something like that. <laughs> and I was, like, can you get me one of these CDs? Like, one or the other. And she ended up getting the, the BT one. ESCM. Nice. Nice. And uh, later on, I found uh, resolutions at a pawn shop. All right. <laughs> or not a pawn shop, but a, a flea market. Nice. And then bought that one. Nice. And uh, lo and behold, uh, this girl, like a couple years ago, uh, drove through a red light and killed my car. Yeah. Uh, those two CDs were the only two CDs I forgot and left in the... Uh, the car when it was in like the junkyard oh man 
So I lost my two favorite CDs in How the world. How do you forget about those two? I don't know, but luckily I rebought them online. Yeah. And then bought them again. It's the vinyl. <laughs> so of course. of course. These artists better appreciate me because I bought their album three times. Hell yeah. That's what's up. All right. Now it's time for a smooth end. Right. Do you mind uh, hitting stop on the turn table so the uh, thing doesn't get eaten up by the n- or the needle get eaten up? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I always got to end with this song. Oh, I know. This ending playlist is just amazing. But, uh, yeah. Um, I'm not seeing any notifications on my on my Facebook. Well, I'll, I'll wait until the end. Maybe someone will post it up. Right. But, uh, yeah, there's some things going on around town. And uh, one of them, our buddy Mr. Psycho, is going to be playing with uh, DJ Mel Wonder um, at Capo Lounge in Hamtramck, Michigan. And the name of the event is pretty funny. It's Get a Grip Ho. It's <laughs> Ian Fullerton's birthday. Nice. No nice. idea who Ian Fullerton is, but uh, yeah, shouts out to him. I for always see that it's like, name. oh, this person's birthday, you know, hosted by this person. Like, who are these people? Right. <laughs> like, all the time, Grasshopper always has that. It's like, oh, such and such, hosted by this guy. Like, dude, I've never heard of you before. Right. And then, like, I never end up, like, like how do you host a show? And then, you know, like, I'll go to him, and then it's like, I'll be there the whole night, not even know who the technical host is supposed to be, or whose birthday it is. All right, like <laughs> I leave, like dude, I never even saw anybody like remotely important that had to deal with the name on this flyer. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of birthdays, though, Strange Love Productions is putting on a show called "It's a Birthday Thing." Yeah, and uh, myself and Broly Plur will be playing at that as uh, our tags that uh, strictly business. Nice. Um, I'm not sure exactly when we go on, but um, it's free. Uh, the headliner for the night is Mumbles on uh, Human Imprint and Evil Intent. Nice. Uh, also got support from Dink, Doctor Strange, uh, a past. Well, yeah, he was a past guest as well, Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. Link, also a past guest. Uh, DJ Disc Detroit, Justin Valid, Jay Flame. Oh, apparently we're closing the night out from 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. So oh, man. stay late. <laughs> that's a that's a long night, right? Um, as long as it doesn't end up turning out to be the uh, <laughs> afterglow, right? <laughs> uh, apparently this is at the new Beatniks Gallery, which I don't even know where that is. I don't even know what that is. I remember they were doing uh, bathtub pub for a while, but I think that ended. So if you're listening. And you know where the new Beatniks gallery is? <laughs> throw it on my Facebook or throw it on the Burst Radio page or something. Because I guess it would be no- good to know where I'm playing at. Or tell Brawley to call right. <laughs> Um. Also, that same night, uh, well, actually, daytime, rather, at 1 p.m., our good friend Crossfade, Alex Jackson, nice. will be playing on cubasefm.de. Um, it's Cubase... Uh, that like a German station? Yeah. Uh, probably. That D-E sounds German. Yeah, it's Q-Base, C-U-E-B-A-S-E, and then like a hyphen, F-M dot D-E. 
and uh, he's playing Friday, November 8th uh, at 1 p.m. EST, and there's a replay of it Sunday, November 10th at 9 p.m. EST, so tune in, because he always makes good mixes. Mixes? Isn't, uh, <laughs> I think this Friday's the uh, Gabriel and Dresden show, too. Uh, I believe... Cause I think, uh, oh no no that's next Paul Friday. Van Dyke. Paul oh Van next Dyke. Friday must be the uh, Gabriel. Yeah, Paul Van Dyke is uh, at Electricity this Friday. All right, so the next Friday is the um, Gabriel and Dresden show. That's correct. Which would be amazing. Like right. they've come to Detroit a couple of times, and for some reason I just can't ever seem to catch them. Yeah. When they're in Detroit, it's like that's one group I'd definitely love to see. Um. And we just got another event invite. And I know, uh, so so that's the 15th, and then the Friday after that is actually uh, Paul Oakenfold with Kenneth Thomas at Electricity. And so that's a great trance night again, you know, it's like, right. oh man. Um, well, funny that I just got this event invite because we're on Friday still, and this one's on Friday. <laughs> uh, from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m., Double Exposure 2 with DJ MT and Tony Jesus, or Jesus, I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Alright. <laughs> but uh, they play on a, a website called buttersoulcafe.com, and it says nice. Butter Soul Cafe, all one word. Yeah. Uh, MT is part of what they call the Friday Night Trilogy. Um, it's, uh, I forget who plays before him, but it's uh, one DJ that plays before him, mostly like... Uh, I don't know, kind of the same style, like funky house type stuff. Um, then MT play, plays from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m., uh, mostly all like soulful house. And then the cl- guy closing plays, uh, I think, like 10 to midnight, and it's more like disco type stuff. All right. So it's a good show. Check it out, um, or check them out any time of the week because they have multiple shows. Just look up Butter Soul Cafe on Facebook or go to the website because I think they have the... Uh, the uh, calendar posted there. Uh, as far as Saturday, uh, House Gallery is going to be at Motor City Wine with uh, special guest Scrubfish, who I play a lot of records by. So definitely nice. go check that one out. That one's Saturday at 9 p.m. at Motor City Wine. And if you're a bowling fan, uh, our good friend DJ Serlina is going to be at Star Lanes in Royal Oak. So Speaking of bowling, actually, this is kind of a interesting story that Kenneth Thomas told me one time, real quick. Um, so I was talking to him about, you know, coming out and playing in Flint at Drop Fest, which, you know, like right now we can't really afford to have him do. But uh, he was telling me that um, the very first show, and I think kind of one of the only shows he's ever played in Flint, he was booked at this random ass bowling alley. And, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Sandstorm, uh, Darude, yeah. Darude was like the headliner, and they booked Kenneth Thomas to like open the night up. And it was, I think it was, and then they had some like, you know, small town opener or whatever. And, uh, so he said he, he drove up to the place, you know, and it was just like, some like shoddy looking, you know, it's like Flint run down, <laughs> um, uh, drives up, you know, goes in, this dude's playing like whatever opener guy, um, 
And he was like, dude, I don't even know what the hell's going on here. He wasn't even sure he wanted to, like, play the show. <laughs> and so... I've had a few nights like that. Yeah, so he was like, you know, fuck it. Um, ends up... This is before Kenneth Thomas really had a name, too, so it was, like, a long time ago. Um, so he ends up getting on, and he plays this real, like, proper, you know, like, progressive trance, like, opening set. Nothing too fast. Um, kind of just has, like, a pretty steady sound going to it and uh like Darude shows up Darude actually shows up because <laughs> let's be real it's flint um shows up and he was saying how um he was like he didn't really he didn't know who kind of Thomas was at the time and he was like this guy is actually doing it right and he, you know like both of them didn't had had no expectations for the show and i guess it had a pretty decent turnout or something and he was saying that after the show, Dirut approached him and was like, Hey, I had no idea what to expect with this show. And when I came in, like, you definitely kind of helped me gain expectation for the show because you were actually doing, like, a proper set that I would come from, you know, mix out of. Nice. And after that, I guess uh, they actually became really good friends. And that's where he, that's like his first like actual tour started he, he he toured with Darud because of a bullying alley gig yeah and Flint <laughs> like go Flint wow. and so like he told me this story and he was like you know hell yeah I'll come play in Flint <laughs> nice right now I just need you know enough money to offer him to come um well uh Sunday there is uh Sundaylicious like I've mentioned before uh it's a uh Weekly event at Motor City Wine, the new where Motor they City have Wine. yep where they have a rotating chef or restaurant come in and uh, bring in a dish, and then uh, Jazz Vinyl Club, which is a rotating set of DJs. Uh, one of my past guests, Hudat, uh, is one of the rotating DJs, and they just play all jazz while you eat can't, food. Can't complain against that, right? But this Sunday, it is a chili cook-off. Oh snap! So that should be a good one, Hell and then. Yeah. Immediately after that, uh, they're following it with a special event, Sunday Night with Carl, Carl Craig, that oh, is. Oh, snap. So get your chili on and listen to some Carl Craig and uh, buy some bottles of Carl Craig because apparently they have some left over. Last time I went How in there at you? least. Yeah, they had How some much Carl do they Cohen. cost? I think they're, th- uh, I mean, it depends if you buy them to go or there, but like 35 bucks or so. For a bottle? Yeah. Of Carl Craig? Yeah. What? <laughs> I kind of expected it to be more than that. No, it's not too bad. I mean, they, really? they're... Is that any good? Like yeah. Kyle Craig Champagne, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. No, it's it's good. Uh, Max and I like it a lot. If you end up being there, you should buy me a bottle and I'll pay you back. Yeah? Because I work Sunday. I won't be able to make it. Okay. Um, On uh, Monday, November 11th, is uh, Raw's Ravers Against World Starvation serves a beat while they eat November nice. edition. Uh, basically, what that is is people that you know, kids you see out at parties and shows and stuff, will go out and uh, gather at this place. I am my brother's keeper ministries and help prepare and serve food to uh, the homeless while a, D- a rotating DJ plays in the uh, cafeteria area. Nice. So it's a lot nice. of fun. Yeah. Get to see your friends and uh, support a good cause. Um, like I said, that one's November 11th at 6 p.m. 
and it's at I Am My Brother's Keeper Ministries in Detroit off Brainerd. And you can just find them on uh, Facebook at Ravers Against World Starvation. Uh, Thursday, uh, Sonny Fodera is playing at the Grasshopper. Sonny Fodera does a great set. Hell yeah. And as we mentioned before, Friday, November 15th is uh, Gabriel and Dresden mm-hmm. at Electricity. Electricity's yeah. two-year anniversary. I'm kind of I'm kind of like torn with what I want to do that day. Because I really want to go, but that's the day PlayStation 4 comes out. Oh, man. And I already have plans. Like, I have it all paid Dude, just, off and everything. Just get a driver. And I have plans to uh, get up at noon and go to GameStop to get it. And then come home and play it till I have to leave at, like, 5 o'clock for school. Well, you, you know what you got to do is what? you got you to gotta hire someone to drive you yeah. to each location. Get one of those little, like, portable TVs. Right. And just play it, like, right when you get it. Like, have someone drive <laughs> you to the store. Just like play 10 it minutes on the away. way to, to your house. Yeah, 10 minutes. <laughs> right? And then when you get out. Enough to load the cutscene. And then, <laughs> and then you know, on your way to school, they'll drive you. And right. then they'll pick you up after school. And on the way to the club, you can still be playing your PS4. Right. <laughs> and then play it on the way home. Then play it on the way home. Damn. If I could only afford that. <laughs> You want to drive me? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Monday, November 18th, uh, Golf Clap is playing at oh, uh, Firm Lounge in Lansing, Michigan. So they got a show coming up with Stone Owl at Sky Bar, too. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Lansing, though, uh, shouts out to Kara Sorensen if she's listening. Because I know she listens from time to time. Uh, my sister's husband probably isn't listening, but shouts out to Justin as well. But uh, the reason I say that is because they were the only two people that said anything about my supposed birthday yesterday. And they're like, wait a minute, it's not your birthday. <laughs> so shouts out to you two for actually knowing. Um, I don't know. It just said, <laughs> right? Scudder has a birthday. And I was like, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Max actually just said it to me, too. He goes, oh, happy birthday, by the way. I was like, yeah, not my birthday. <laughs> But um, February, November 22nd, 22nd, Soul and T-Linder will be playing at uh, Grasshopper Underground, but it'll be an all-house set. Nice. So nice. that should be a good time. Yeah. Uh, the following day, September, or November, rather. Did I say September, the last one, too? Uh, you might have. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> November 23rd uh, is Soul and Conga at Motor City Wine with... Uh, your host is always Craig Huckabee. Uh, basically, what it is is uh, um, rotating DJs with Craig Huckabee. Um, for that week, it'll be Jerome Daraji. Um, he has them come in and they play. He plays, but he also has a rotating percussionist that comes in. And, nice. Uh, hence the night name, Soul and Conga. I've, uh, I've actually had that at a show I played before. They had a uh, drummer that would come in, like, set up his drum set, and he would just drum in the background while he DJed. Nice. Which was actually kind of cool. Like, I wasn't sure if I wanted that at first. Uh, you know, I like, I, I kind of wasn't down with it. But then I just kind of was like, you know, I'll just let him do his thing, see how it goes. And it actually ended up being really cool because at certain parts 
where I was trying to mix in and like the beat drops, he was still like going on beat and it kind of helped me figure out what I was doing at that point. Nice. Yeah, and it's like I was able to like continue what I was doing, not just like, oh, okay, now I got to fucking wait for the beat to come back <laughs> and figure out where I know. Like he kept the beat for me. It was dope. See, the, the when I did it, I uh, I played like a lot of like acapellas and reprises and stuff. And right. Like cut it out so he could just go crazy on the drums. <laughs> It was pretty cool. Nice. But uh, here's a big one. Same night as my show, but uh, I highly encourage you go to this. DJ Grandmaster Flash is going to be playing alongside uh, DJ Psycho at the Pyramid in Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. So that should be a pretty awesome show. Um, For you trance heads out there, <laughs> it's a good thing Josh has left the building. <laughs> I know, right? For no this. trance. But... Uh, Thursday, December 5th, is uh, Intoxicating Trance number 7 we're up to nice. on uh, 89.3 FM or WHFR.FM. Who's playing that? Uh, it's going to be myself, uh, Gregory K. Mara, a.k.a. DJ Disc, dot, 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 Detroit, <laughs> and uh, Cash for Gold, All right. as well as Dave Demos. Nice. So, should be a good time. Um, tune in if you like trance, I guess. Right. Uh, December 7th, Pete Tong is going to be playing at Electricity. No shit. Right? I was surprised to see that that's, one. That's kind of awesome. Right? I think that's it. Up until next year, at least. Yeah. So, wow, it's already like 10.30. Right? We need to pack. Yeah. Um, but as always, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, thank you to Urban Bean Company for hosting us as always. Of course, thank you, Mr. Jeff of Doom, for, for hosting. hosting. And first, first LLC. Yeah. Our guest, uh, Legal Alien, for coming out and throwing down a pretty ridiculously awesome set. It, yeah, that was. And yeah, I think that's going to be a. Sounds good. Do it. All right. Oh, you have anything else you want to add? Um, I guess since uh, I'll I'll come, I'll have this come later again. But coming up, I guess uh, I'll throw out there that early December, since we're you know almost halfway there, I have a Deep House track coming out on UM Records. Very nice. All right, it's I've made two Deep House tracks total. And one of them is a free release you can download off my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash John, J-O-N, Salem, S-A-L-E-M. And the other one is going to be on UM Records, and you'll be able to find that on Beatport and wherever else they are, I guess, release it. Um, That's a VA compilation, just a bunch of like single tracks that don't have full EPs for them. Okay. So you'll be able to find that, and I don't have a date for that yet. And it was kind of cool because they actually master it themselves. So, like, I sent it in, and they're like, yeah, we want to sign this. Um, we want you to send us back the unmastered with, like, three decibels of headspace so we can master it ourselves. Oh. I was like, dope, that shit's usually expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. And so, like, all right, you know, send it in. Then they uh, they actually sent it back a couple of weeks ago, or uh, probably about a month ago now. You know, it was like, hey, here's our master. Um, let us know what you think. And I was like, let's do it. So they did that. Um, it's actually got a really uh, reverby like, background to it. 
because I don't know when I do my deep house tracks, I always put reverb on the bass. It just seems, or not the bass, but the kick. I don't know. Just something about deep house and reverb on kick just like seems natural to me. It's just that's just how you have to do it. Kind of gives more, you know, I guess like levelness to it. Or something I don't know. But so it's got like a really reverby background, which like I don't know. It's kind of cool though. So I personally like my master better, but it definitely works. I can dig it. Right. Yeah. So you can look forward to that. Um, it's called Dreamscape coming out. Sweet. Sometime December. So in so. December, start hitting up Beatport for Dreamscape. Right. Yeah. As soon as I figure out the date, as soon as they give me a date for it, I'll uh, have that out. But I may as well plug it now. Mm-hmm. Get it going. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to about do it. So, all right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and see you next week.